0: Greetings on this blessed Tuesday morning. I'm right back at you. This is The Prodigal on The Prodigal View. As you already know, I come on here to give you inspiration, to enlighten you on things concerning uh, the way of living, the way of life. Today, my my topic would be on this podcast would be, I never meant to, for it shall take you investing in yourself, knowing your anointing, trusting your anointing. Today I want to talk to you because uh, there was a, a famous president by the name of Abram Lincoln. Lincoln once made a famous quote where he once said, "We once was free, but it has come now like a locking like locking a man up from his past to find out that everything that he plotted that was plotted up towards him, Uh, to find out that he did not commit the crime, but yet had to suffer. Again, I would say that it's like locking a man up from his past to find out that everything that was plotted towards him was not facts and that he did not commit the crime. So he had to suffer those years in confinement to redefine himself from allegations from plots, from things concerning his life story to slow him down from his purpose in life. He had to rediscover who he was, even though his back was against the wall. I'm learning that now, that if we're ever going to rise the way that we should rise, as a world, we will have to lift ourselves up from our own bootstraps. We have to pick ourselves up. We have to defeat injustice and racism. We're living in a world of revolutionized people where we are struggling from day to day because we do not know how to go in depth and pull our finances out the root of the ground and make them work for us. We don't know the things that we actually have the rights to, the benefits that we have the right to uh, be able to become who we are destined to be. I want to focus your attention because we now spend billions of dollars on prisons instead of the basis of genuine concerns. Everywhere that you turn around, there's a different prison being uh, built for society. One of the greatest leaders in the national, the NBA basketball, uh, Mr. Michael Jordan himself, which is an icon, which is, has a lot of money, uh, have people run into the stores and fighting and, um, Killing one another and doing all different type of things, and here uh, we support in so many ways. Not saying that it's bad to support a man's business, but when you have your own culture, your own kind building prisons for people, um, it becomes a problem because what it does now it it stereotypes, and it also sets us our mindset set up for failure that. We cannot change. Basically saying, lock them up. Throw away the key. And you know what I mean by that. It is a problem. We must address the basic concerns of the world and why we are losing so much. And how is it that the government allow uh, tools to be handed down from the government to military bases to come in on trains, for trains to be broken in. And for kids to get their hand on guns at an early age, not even being able to go to the store and purchase a gun. We are definitely in a time where we need God. There are over four million people who are here that are poverty stricken. I want to ask you a question. Don't you see people on welfare and they don't even have wall to wall carpet? They're walking around on on wooden floors. They're walking around with tacks coming up out the ground. They're walking around, don't have carpet, but they have wall-to-wall rats and roaches. Our world has become so rich that we no longer recognize the poor that is starting and staring us down in our very own faces, if I may say that again. Our world has become so rich that we no longer recognize the poor that is staring us down in our face. We walk by them as if they don't need help. We walk by them as if they're not in the bind. We have so much money, we can change so many things, but we're not investing in the poor even when we're rich. It has become a problem. We often say that we want to help, but we're so stingy to helping our brothers and sisters that we see in need, that don't have the correct finances, that feel like they have no hope. If you'll begin to bless people with hope and encourage them through prayer, encourage them through conversation, give them water to drink, give them food to eat. You all out there that are very, very, very uh, fortunate to be able to take care and provide for people, start lending them a helping hand, getting them back on track, building them up where they're torn down. I want to face your attention to a man that was in the Bible who was very, very rich. His name was Daviz. Daviz was very rich, but Daviz also went to hell. He went to hell for not seeing the poor, for bypassing the poor. Davies, he died, minimizing the maximum and maximizing the minimum. When all he wanted, when all Lazarus, the poor man, wanted was a breadcrumb. Davies had all the things necessary to be able to help Lazarus when all he wanted was breadcrumbs. Davies had everything to bring the bridge together, And yet and still, Davies, he died. Many can bring bridges together, but we are too rich and we're too headstrong and wanting to always prove our weight. Wanting to always prove that we have this and that we have that. And we live in a wall where we feel like we don't need nobody. But there was a song, a famous song that said, Lean on me. We all need somebody to lean on. You never know when the hard times are gonna come in your life. Just because you're up to date and you're very wealthy don't mean that you can't have a great fall. Be careful of the fall that you take because the fall that you take when you're too high, it can cause you a death that you don't wanna arrive to. As I begin to travel deeper, we must find the alternative between war And bloodshed There are a lot of people that believe That war can solve the problem And if you believe that war can solve the problem My brothers and my sisters I quote to you today You are now sleeping Through a revolution As I begin to travel on down in this And begin to talk to you today On this broadcast I want you to understand That now what we must come to Is that we must put an end to the war That we have been fighting on our own We have been fighting a war that seems to be unbreakable and unbearable. We have been fighting crises. We have been fighting deceitful ways, deception. We have been fighting division. We have been fighting poverty. We have been fighting sicknesses and illness and diseases all over the world. We have been fighting COVID-19. We have been fighting the situations of living off of minimum wage check where we can only buy soap and a couple of zoom zooms and wham whams, as I call them, Roma noodles, Viena sausages. And it's sad that the world now is rich, but we yet live poor because there is nobody working together. Everybody is out for themselves. Now as I'm getting ready to close, Paul states in Romans 7.21, so I find it law that At work, although I desire to do what is right, evil is right there with me. Evil uh, uh, seems to show up when I feel like I'm headed down the right way, when I feel like I'm finally coming out, when I feel like I finally found myself. For I have discovered the principle of life just when I'm on, on, I'm on my way to thinking I'm headed right, distraction shows up and arrives at my doorstep. Have you ever been at that place? You felt that God was finally delivering you, that you had everything at your feet that you ever wanted. And as soon as you begin to get ahead, here comes distraction at your doorstep. Your relationships hit rock bottom. You no longer have the friends that you thought you once had. You no longer have the respect that you thought people would give to you. People will begin to prostitute your gift. People will begin to pimp your anointing. People will begin to not give you what you're really worth. You will have friends that will talk behind your back to other people that you once dated. It's a shame that we are divided. You have church members jumping, church hopping from church to church all because of their anger towards another church member or possibly their pastor. You have people that are supposed to have like minds, people that are supposed to love God with all of their heart and leaning not to their own understanding that are now going astray to bring about more confusion in the church. This is a problem. Because distraction, it will show up. It will arrive at your doorstep. I inevitably do what is wrong. This means that I don't intend to. There are things that we don't intend to do. That sometimes we do anyway. Because we take the risks. We take the risk of trying things. A man takes a lot of risk to provide for his family. Some of the risks that a man takes are not risks that he really, really wants to take. But he knows that he has to be the breadwinner of the house. So he tends to go out and do things that is not right. He don't mean to do them, but he make a sacrifice If I do this, I know the consequences behind it, but I want to provide for my babies. I am not saying that it's right, but what I am saying, that distraction will show up, but it takes you to stand against the distraction to know who you are. You didn't mean to hurt them. You didn't mean to do the things that you did, but you took a risk because that's all that you know to do. You call it faith, I call it a risk. Faith is knowing, a risk is trying. A lot of us have tried things that have not worked out for us. I wanna face your attention to this right here in my closing. I didn't mean to do wrong. I didn't intend to do it. I actually knew the results, but now I'm in a place I knew the results wouldn't have turned out. I knew they would have turned out the way they did, but I wasn't worried. But now in the place I am resetting, starting over, if I had only knew then what I know now, maybe I would not have failed, but I took a risk. I must now face me, I must become wiser in my decision making, all of my decisions, knowing who I am, what I allow myself to intake. If I'm ever going to get ahead, I must realize that there is an assignment that comes with turbulence. There are chapters of my life that I have to face, that I have to equip myself and be prepared to be able to fight in this journey. What will your fight be? How will you fight? Will you fight together? Will you know that it takes you, it takes the God that's in you to overcome the obstacles and the failures of life, the struggles of life, The hardships of life, the misunderstandings of life, the death of life. It takes you to be able to get out of a shell. It takes you to be able to fight off the ground and stop dancing with the devil. It takes you, even though you didn't mean for it to happen. It takes you to hit the reset button. It takes you to look in the mirror. It takes you to focus on yourself. It takes you to identify those things that you don't like about yourself and move forward. When you come to the place where you can look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you have that you have fallen short, that you have problems. You took risks, but you didn't have to take them. You took them because you chose to take them. You didn't know the results of the uh, of the risk that you was taking because you just tried it. You wasn't concerned about the results at that time the only thing that you was concerned about was eating and providing for your family the only thing that you was concerned about was moving forward but in the mo- in the middle of moving forward you face distraction today i challenge you don't become wavered in your life in your story in your journey and where god is taking you stay focused stay rooted and stay grounded for it will take you with the grace of of God to make it through and now I never meant for it to happen it just happened that way guard your anointing don't let people get close to your anointing because they will diminish your character They they will try to destroy the anointing just to be able to weaken you just to be able to put you in a sedated state of mind where you can't breathe you need oxygen but today I challenge you be the breath. Be the breath that people need. Breathe for those people that don't know how to breathe. Walk with them people that have been stagnant in their life and help them come through and help them come out. Sow into those, sow into them that are down and in, uh, in, in, in a revolutionized system. And you will see that you will begin to grow You'll begin to feel better. You'll begin to live better. You'll begin to see the results. Wherever there is a prophetic realm, you should see some results. You have every right to live. You have every right to be happy. You have every right to love. You have every right because God has promised you a land of milk and honey. I'm striving for it. Can you walk with me as I walk with Christ? I'm yours truly, the prodigal son, and I love you. This is my Tuesday message to you on this great day. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it.